Gathered round the table So much to be thankful for It's Christmas Oh, how I miss this But through the joy and laughter You can feel the sadness Cause this Christmas Everyone's not with us It's the time of year when happiness and cheer won't be enough to get me through the night cause I need a Told us he'd be no stranger to all our sorrow. All the hurt we'll ever know. So let these gifts remind us how love came down to find us. Wonder of the ages, the life, the truth, the way. He is our wonderful counselor.
Well, yes, I got it, but give me one moment. I need to put my cross in spot mode. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just hurry I'll, up. I'll get it. Here. Hurry up, Annie. I'll be there lightning quick now that I'm in sport mode. Mom? Mom? Yes, it's, it's Annie, Mom. Annie, go, go, get back here. Morticia, what are you doing here? Hi, Dad. It's so good to see you. I, I wanted to come see you at Christmas time. Oh, yeah, good to see you after the last 15 years. You leave Annie on my doorstep, and then you come back and say hi, Dad, and you show up with three random children. Who are these kids anyway? I know, Dad, I know. This, this is Maria. Hi. And Maria. this is... This is Carlos, and Hi. this is Emmanuel. Hi. That's way too confusing. You'll marry your Carl and your Manny. Um, so what's the point? Why are you here? Well, as you know, Dad, remember I was married to Jose? I couldn't stand that guy. I told you he was all wrong for you. I, I said, stay away from Jose. I said, no way, Jose. I know. And you did it anyway. I know. I know. I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. I know. He's gone now, and we don't have anywhere to stay, and it's Christmas. Oh. And I just didn't know if we could come in and, and you'd get a chance to meet your grandkids uh -oh. and us get with Annie and see you guys and be with you at Christmas time. So what do you want? Are you trying to stay the night? Yes, if we could stay, that would be great. We don't have anywhere else to go. Oh, brother. I don't know about this. This one looks like one of those hyperactive ones. <laughs> this one has Booker Picker written all over his face. <laughs> this one... Fine, come on in. Shut the door, shut the door. You let me beat out. Hurry up, hurry up. Eddie! Yes, Grandpa. Eddie! Yeah. We need some of these blankets okay. for the children. They're going to sleep on the floor. Oh, okay. And let, let, let me do it. Let me we do need it. one let for me, your mother, let too. Oh, I'm in sport mode. drama queen. Uh, she'll just go to her room and stew for a little while, and then she'll come back out, and she'll be fine. But you children sleep on the... Quit sucking your thumb. Not in my house. Morticia, uh, you sleep on the chair. Okay. Whatever you do, don't pass gas. Okay, um, Dad. I don't appreciate it when people pass gas in my chair. years. 
Hunting in his own house. Well, Bill, it's his story, but those crazy people here, they're just siblings, and I thought maybe we could no. get to know each other. And no, no, no. Because here's the difference. Those crazy kids are not my siblings. You have never been my mom. No, Bill. We were fine 15 years ago when you left, and when you inevitably leave again, we'll be fine. So, Bill, I do. Oh, come on in, Doctor. Uh, Mr. Me out, huh? Mortimer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is, uh, uh, you're looking at the perfect human specimen right here. Yeah, we did quite a workup on you. Yes. Let's see. Let's Blood see. pressure, perfect. I knew it. Your age. And the heart of an 18 year old. This can't be. Oh, Doctor, strong. tell me more. And we did a brain scan for a priest. That's the largest brain I've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah. How do you yeah. think I have back problems? Yeah. There's nothing this big thing around. <laughs> yeah, this kids. all looks great, but... Uh, what? There's no but. Yeah, you got a big one. This, uh, <laughs> this, this said your white blood cells are off the chart. Oh, that sounds pretty good to me. No, no, I'm no, pretty no. off the chart. You're off the chart, but this is not good. This is a this is a sign that you have a blood disease. What? Um, they're diagnosing you as having leukemia. Bohemia. Leukemia. That's what I just said. Bohemia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is a uh, this is a cancer in your blood. What? There's there's not many there's not many ways that we can treat this. Oh. The only proven way is a transplant of blood marrow from a donor. You need a plant and my bones are too narrow. <laughs> a transplant of bone marrow. Oh, okay. So this has to come from another person. Okay. We have to find a donor. We, we don't we don't them. have people lined you up. You don't have one of them. We have no Doctor. donor. So what are you trying to tell me? Ah! Yeah, there's a trap. There's yeah. a trap. Shut that door. Shut that door. What is I, wrong? 
Well, I gotta get my affairs in order. Uh, I think I'm gonna give uh, the house to uh, Annie. Um, I think I'm gonna give my chair mm, to Annie. Yeah, I don't want the chair. Um, I think I'm gonna give my coat that makes me look like Elvis. I'm gonna give it to Annie. Uh, and my Crocs, those will definitely go to Annie too. I don't care for Morticia right now. She's, she's kind of getting under my skin. I would like a little something. Oh, hi. hi. Hi, Morticia. Hi, what is wrong? What's uh, going on? Well, I, I, to tell you the truth, I don't have time to talk to you. Um, I have bohemia. My bones are too narrow, and the doctor's all out of plants, so I'm going to die. Oh, you got your wish, girl. <laughs> all right. See you yeah. later. I'm going to go get my affairs in order and try and get some rest. Okay, Dad, get some rest. Bohemia? He doesn't have bohemia. He has leukemia. Bone marrow transplant? to rub it in. Oh, you mean, you mean you found one of those plants, hi? Oh, okay. You really think it's gonna work, huh? Okay. All right, I'll be right there. notes 15 years ago and I ended up with you. <laughs> Have fun raising three kids all on your own. <laughs> oh boy. Don't forget to feed the children. Bye Grandpa. Have fun. Trash? <laughs> I hate it. 
said, no, sir, I'm going to live. I'm going to beat this thing. <laughs> I told you, old man. <laughs> look oh, at you, Morty. Look at you. Look at that, you know. <laughs> How would you feel? I, I feel like a new man. You should. Oh. You're, you have new DNA in oh. you. We were able to find a donor. We were able to scrape the marrow out of her bone, spin it down to where the new... Yeah, stem cells that are that are life-giving, blood-forming cells, completely changing your body. Can you tell? I, Can you I, feel it? I feel it. I you feel, feel it. it. You're oh, a new man from the inside good out. Good thing I'm in sport mode, because I'm ready to dance. But wait a second. I thought you said you were all out of those plans, Doctor. We had a donor, a volunteer, go through a very difficult surgery to be able to give you new life. Who on earth would do a thing like that? Well, look over here. Hey, Dad. Morticia, what are you doing here?
It's a, it's a season of giving, and, 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 and to surround that, there's all kinds of... My wife loves to decorate, and I haven't put the lights up on our, tr on our house yet, but um, we, we put lights up, and we put up a tree, and we put a bunch of presents under the tree, and, and, and the, the intent is for there to be uh, uh, a lifting of our spirits, in this concept of giving, and um, there's, you know, Jesus said actually that it's it's better to give than it is to receive. So there's there's fun on the giving side, and there's fun on the. Re How many like to get stuff? I like to, you know, I, I I always the answer 
to my wife all the time when she says, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I don't need anything. But you know how disappointing it is if you don't get something, right? It's like <laughs> when she does put that present under the tree, it's like, yeah, I'm getting something. And, and there's, there's something that happens that goes beyond just the giving of a gift, though, too. There's a thought that went with that gift, or, or, or I think there was anyway. And it's like, ah, somebody likes me, you know? But there's that, so there's that part of it also. But, but really, our lives are kind of based upon this whole concept of, of what are we going to get out of life and, and the, the things that we're, we're working towards. You know, we're working a job we're, to get a house, to, to provide for our kids. It's always about what we're going to get. And, and, and what Morty was talking about was something that... that uh, Jesus came, and it was kind of nice he commented on Jesus in there somewhere, <laughs> but, but, but it kind of sounds like Jesus. And, and there's a reason why Jesus came is because all these things that giving is about, and it's interesting that, that Christmas came from the, the, the best gift ever, but, but it's like it, it's a diversion from that. It becomes a marketing scheme to, to sell a bunch of stuff, and, and, and really it's, it's still about uh, Jesus, but it's it's a part of us, of, of each one of our hearts, that has to do with receiving something that only God can give us. And it's, it's not stuff. It's, you know, so much about our life is just about stuff. And we get to the end of it and, all right, what stuff did we get in our life? You know, or, or what stuff did we give even, you know? Um, but everything about this giving season is empty if there's no life. Jesus didn't come to just give us stuff. <laughs> he didn't come to just make us feel happy about what we got. <laughs> he came to give us life. And this is a, this is a concept the world does not know. And, I, and, you know, I was thinking about this because, you know, my, my wife was, uh, and, and it is supposed to be a season of celebrating and, and being happy, right, and being glad about some things. Um, but how many know that this can be the most depressing time of the year also, right? I mean, there's people that take their lives during this time of year because this whole concept of giving becomes a reason to be discouraged and to be overwhelmed because you realize that it's really not satisfying or you don't have it to give or, or you're not getting what you want or whatever else. And, and my wife was just telling me yesterday, she went, she's going through the uh, um, car wash, right? You know how you get in line for car wash, and especially after rain, it's like a really long line. And, and you know, it, it's uh, people can get out of sorts waiting in line. And she told me this guy started yelling profanities at her in the car wash line. And I'm thinking, well, don't we know this is Christmas season? You know, the time of giving, the time of being happy, and everything. Well, yes, but unless unless you really have life. There's going to be a reason to act like something else is going on, that it's not something that we celebrate, that it's, there's a sorrow that comes with that. Because it's not about the stuff. You know, the, the richest people in the world, you know, I was thinking about Elon Musk, you know, the richest man in the world right now. He has to buy Twitter to somehow feel good about himself, you know. He has to, he has to he, all, you know, SpaceX and all that other stuff isn't enough. He has to get Twitter. And you know what? He's still not satisfied. If he doesn't have life, 
Because all of these things are not life. Life that Jesus came to give us doesn't stop here on this earth. It keeps going. But it's, it's just like a gift, though. God gave us Jesus, but he can't just sit under the tree. <laughs> we have to receive him. And not just the stuff from him. You know, so much, so much about church can, can be about what is God going to do for me? I'm wanting to get something out of his hand. And he's saying, I'm wanting to give you life. I'm wanting to give you a change of your DNA. I'm wanting to let Jesus completely take over your life. But for that to happen, you have to give up your life. It has to be a gift exchange. Isn't this kind of weird? Like Jesus says, you know what? I want to give you life, but I have to get your life. <laughs> there has to be an exchange uh, of hearts here. And, and until that happens... We can have all the stuff in the world, and there's still going to be a great big question mark in our heart. Because it's only Jesus. It's only the gift of Jesus that will really satisfy that part in our heart. And I don't care what you identify with. I don't care what group you're with, what ideology you have. Your creator made you with a heart that needs a gift that only he can provide. Amen? So I've, I've, got, I've just got a few scriptures because I'm not just spouting this off. <laughs> this is actually from the Word of God. And uh, to, to, as a gift to my wife, I have a piece of paper here. And everybody, that's kind of an inside joke. Uh, it's really not a joke. It's, it's reality. <laughs> so... I'm going to have him put these scriptures up as I, as I read them off. But I want to go to John 10, 10 real quick. And it says, uh, and I just have a comment here. It says, the gift of Jesus, it's not just a part, but it's all of life in its fullness. So what Jesus wants to give, he doesn't want to say, uh-uh, uh-uh, you don't get anything. You just get life. <laughs> no, life is stuff. But it's not just the stuff. If you get Jesus... He's going to open up everything else for you on top of that. But you'll have, uh, it, it will be a, a, a blessing without any sorrow. You won't have that stuff that, that you know, the world wants to, all, all my other sheets, aren't you glad I don't have to look at those in a, in a second? All the, other, all the other things that the world wants to give us, they, 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 they come with a cloud that wants to get over your heart because they have us. But when we get him, we get everything. Let me read this. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to do what? Give. That sounds like a gift, doesn't it? I want to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Don't you like this next phrase, though? He doesn't say, I just want to give you everything. If I just give you everything, hopefully you'll be happy. No, he says, I want to give you life. In its fullness until you overflow. Now, the wonderful thing about this, this isn't just religion. This is reality. Life in God. He comes to abide in us. And he's not a cheapster. <laughs> he's not somebody that's wanting to steal something from us. That's what people in the world think. Oh, I'm going to have to. He, God just wants to take away life. No, he wants to give you life. And you're going to overflow with it. When he gets involved, 
Don't you like that? Jesus said, man, I came. You, you think I'm, I'm coming to take something away? Remember what happened? He, he, he went out and he, and he fed the 5,000. And then <laughs> you'd think, wow, his ministry's really taking off now. And he puts a great big damper on it. He just puts a, it's like a cloud came out and just showered on his whole ministry because he said, now you're going to have to take my life. You're going to have to ingest me. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to change your life for mine. And they thought they didn't understand that. And he said, no, this is going to be way better than what you think you have. And that's the way it is. Let's go to Romans 5, uh, 15 here. Uh, no one is without a need for life, without condemnation. Here's, here's what happens with Christ. When he's given us life, much of what our life is about and, and, and uh, telling us that there's no condemnation doesn't take care of the part of our soul that says, no, we do. Is anybody here this morning without any sin? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> not by far. That, and that's why we need Jesus, because life without Jesus is a life that has condemnation with it. Any sin that we have, Jesus said, even if you're thinking something, it's sin. And what does it do? It does something to your heart. It does something to your life. It causes you to have a, a sense of guilty. I'm guilty. And this is the wonderful thing about what Jesus offers. He says, I'm going to take your guilt. And the life I'm going to give you is a life without guilt. That's one of the biggest things you can. You know, when you're freed from that, it opens up confidence. It opens up ability. So let me read this. And this free-flowing gift imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one who sinned. So David, or uh, David, uh, Adam, he gave us a gift too. Say, thanks a lot, Adam. You gave us this gift of guilt, right? He says, but Jesus came along and his gift of life. And what was that, what was that gift of guilt with, with Adam? It was death, wasn't it? Jesus came, he said, I'm going to give you a gift of life. And righteousness and holiness that's free from that. We are all facing, uh, because of one transgression, we are all facing a death sentence with a verdict of guilty. But this gracious gift leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into the perfect righteousness of God, acquitted with the words, not guilty. Wow, so this life that Jesus is giving us, it's not just like, oh, I think, yeah, that sounds like a nice option. I think I could maybe try it out for a little. No, this is essential. <laughs> he said, no, this is not optional. There are, there are not some people on some part of the world that, that don't need this gift. Everybody needs it. And what happens when you, there's a reception of his gift, there's a transmission of DNA, there's a rival of a, a righteousness consciousness. Now that we're no longer, we're no longer labeled with an L on our, on our forehead anymore, right? We're no longer part of that. We took on the life of Jesus. Don't you like that? Let's go to John 1. I just have a couple more. This is good, isn't it? His gift is not just stuff, but new life as a child of God. So I'm going to back that up, what I was talking about before. This isn't just stuff. John 1, 12, it says, but all who have received him, to them, that is, to those who trust in his name. Don't you like that? It's, it's not just, I, I, I went up, in, I went up to, in an altar call, you know, 20 years ago, 
No, I built my life on trusting him. I built a life on receiving him into my life. Amen? It says, everybody that does that, he has given the privilege of becoming children of God. So we've, get, we've been given a freedom from guilt, and we've been given an identity as a child of God. That means I have his nature. I have his likeness. I have his lookness. I'm good looking whether you think I am or not because I'm a child of God. Amen? Becoming children of God who were begotten. What does that sound like? That sounds like a new life, doesn't it? Anybody that's begotten is a new life. As much as such not by human descent, nor through an impulse of their own nature, nor through the will of a human father, but from God. Don't you like that? There's so much conception going on in the world that's caused a lot of murder and a lot of other things happening because it's not fit into what people are comfortable with. And it's because of accidental fatherhood. You know, it's like just a whim or a, or a, a natural process. He said, this isn't about that. This is something where God intentionally sent Jesus to make us become a new create, to be able to be a new creation in him. So that our, our being a child of God is not by accident. Don't you like that? And it's not something that can be taken away from us. It's ours in him. It's life in him. It's a gift of life that we can receive. Let's go to John 10. Uh, when we're kept from loss and secured in the Father's care, it's the best warranty or guarantee. How many have gotten something and it's like it breaks in two weeks? I just took my, my uh, MacBook Pro back to the, uh, to the Genius Bar. Anybody ever, anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they have Apple Care that lasts for three years. Well, mine's up in a couple days. And so I took it in and I wanted to have it worked on. You know what, that is so, it's, it's such a powerful thing to be able to know that I'm still going to be able to use this thing in a few years. But you know what we get in Christ? Nobody is taking it away ever. Three years is not my heaven care you know it, my life in him is eternal amen and when skylink or starlink and 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 whatever it is uh spacex and and all these other things are just archaic things in the desert somewhere my life is going to be ticking because it's secured in christ amen let me just read this last one here. John 10, 28, 30. It says, I give to them the gift of eternal life. So it's a, it's, it's a life free from guilt. It's a life with, with an identity uh, of sonship with God, identity with God. And it's a life that you can't take this from me. Why in the world would you say no to opening a gift like that? <laughs> I'll give to them a gift of eternal life, and they will never be lost, and no one has the power to snatch them out of my hands. My Father, who has given them to me as his gift, is the mightiest of all, and no one has the power to snatch them from my Father's care. The Father and I are one. Man, you know, I saw that for the first time, actually. I, I know y'all have probably seen that a long time ago, but we are God's gift to Jesus. Isn't that amazing? 
There's a gift exchange going on here. <laughs> when we receive him, there's an exchange. He gets us. Oh, he's passionate about us. He's not passive about this in the least. The world is passive about Jesus. He's not about them. He sees them as the gift that he wants to open up and flood everything that he came to give us into us. So that we can have life abundant that nobody can take away, that there's not an end to the apple care on it. You know, it's just going to go on and on. We're safe in him forever. All this requires, and I know I'm speaking to the choir here, but I believe it's something that, that, that is an ongoing heart condition that we need to have, and we can renew in this time, that we don't have to be that person that's out getting angry at the very time that we can be celebrating. We don't have to be that heart that sighs because it's not content in what it already has. We can be satisfied. We can be content in the life that we've been given. We can be free from what the world would put upon us, and we can be lights. Jesus came to be a light, but he said, you're the light. And there's not going to be any light in this world until, until there's wonderful reception of this light that Jesus is for us. He's life. He's not just stuff. He will bless us beyond what we can imagine with things that will help us to be godly, successful in this life. But this is not it. It goes way beyond this. Amen? So I'd like to, I, I just have a little song that goes along with this. And there's a phrase at the end. And I encourage you, uh, we, I just have, I have these scriptures and this song in our church app, in, in the church notes in there. If, if, if you'd like to reference this later or, um, I think it's very necessary for us though. When we're, when we're celebrating Jesus that we actually have a personal encounter with him. That we ever actually acknowledge his passion for us in this time and let it affect us. Amen? Let us be glad. Hallelujah. Thank you. I don't know if the wind's going to blow that off there again. I think I'm going to have some help up on the screen here too. It's the only thing about writing a song on Friday. It's been sticking your mind quite as much as you'd like for it to. But, but uh, um. Yeah, when I get to the end, I might just have you kind of try and sing this, this last little prayer at the end of this. And that's partly why I said that uh, I, 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 there's a need for us to turn from just revelation to encounter. That when we hear from God, we have to take it to him and let it be something real for us. So uh, let me sing this. <clears throat> time of the year giving is in the air joyous expressions are surrounding everywhere there's a want there's a need and a hope to receive something that will fill the heart with song 
it is. It's the time among the giving. Hearts sigh, never really knowing why. That there is yet a missing part. Because everything in the world never can be real life. For that place in the heart came a light in the dark, specially packaged like the world had yet to see. Heaven's glory around, holy child in a stall. This was God's gift to every heart. He is, he's the answer to the wonder, filling every longing, yearning part. In his dying and his rising, everything we would need, he came to be our gift of life. Cause he is, he's the Alpha and Omega Prince of bright and morning star he's the redeemer deliverer to everyone who receives he becomes their gift of life I receive and fill every part I will be satisfied with my gift of life I just want to speak a blessing over everybody here this morning that this is a, a time when there's a lot of celebrations going on but let's make it a a renewal of reception that his gift isn't just sitting there waiting, but it's active in our lives. Amen. Changes every part of our being. Every move we make. Every face we make. Every word we speak. Every touch becomes a reflection of his life. Hallelujah. Just one comment real, real quick. Part of the inspiration for this came from uh, my niece, her little boy, had leukemia. I, I believe he was, what, three when they first discovered it? Something like that. And he went through all kinds of treatments for several years, and he, I mean, he'd have to stay in the hospital with, uh, nobody could go to see him. You know, it had to be very uh, kept from any anybody touching him or coming close to him. And they found out the same principle that 
there could be a, a, a marrow transfusion, but it had to be from somebody that was like his, and his brother did it for him. And now he's, he's like a miracle. But what they said that happened with that blood transfusion is now he has his brother's blood. He has his own, everything about his identity through his blood is reflected. So he could go, you know, steal a car or something. His, blood, his brother's going to get in trouble. So that, that could be a problem for him, you know. <laughs> He's not going to do that. But, but it's, it's amazing how the, there's so much in the blood. And that's what happened for us in the blood of Jesus, in the gift of Jesus. He doesn't want to just be a part of our life. He doesn't want to be a badge or something that we carry. It, 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 he wants it to be that when we go do something, he gets known for it. It's like he did it. Amen. We do everything in his name now. It's not just our name anymore. It's his name. Praise God. Hallelujah. What a precious time today. Wasn't this fun? And let's just keep celebrating. You know what? In his presence is fullness of joy all the time. You know if you're in his presence whether there's joy or not. Right? So let's go through this season. Let's dispel any weights of heaviness. And let's say, no, I'm living in the presence of my precious gift. I receive him now, and there can only be joy and confidence and blessing. So let me just speak that over you right now. There is blessing over each person in this place. The light has come to shine into any darkness, any place in a heart here today. The light of Jesus has come to shine, and the only thing that will keep it from shining is the reception in your heart. So open your heart and receive a blessing from God. It's not a small thing. It's a huge thing. He will take you to places you could never go on your own. He will take you places where you could never see because of the darkness. But because the light has shown and you've allowed it to change who you are, it will be a path of righteousness that just gets brighter and brighter like the noonday sun. Hallelujah. Let's walk in the light. Let's be the children we've been made to be. Hallelujah. His gift is real to us. It's life. Praise God.